again, everyone. Time once again for Sco Perp Soccer. Sco Perp! An Orlando Pride podcast. This is episode number 10. What a milestone. Woo! Woo! I am your host, Michael Citro, founder and managing editor of TheMainland.com, an independent website that covers the Orlando Pride, as well as Orlando City and OCB and all things soccer related in the city. Beautiful. Joining me from Tallahassee, Florida, where he has just arrived from the road home from Orlando, where he witnessed the Pride win at home against the Portland Thorns, is David Rowe. Dave, how's it going? Michael, it could not be going any better, and we're going to talk about it here in a minute, but wow, what a weekend to come down, uh, both Orlando City and then the Orlando Pride and OCB, and if you if you want to hear about those, you can go listen to the uh, the Mainland podcast, but we're going to talk about the Pride on this one, and oh boy, was this one an absolute banger. Fantastic result. Uh, remind me what our predictions were they were not a 3-1 victory no um i was the more optimistic at a 2-1 loss and you had a 3-0 loss uh for our predictions so we were we were wrong happily happily wrong yeah this team at home just seems like a different team dave they can play with anyone Uh, they don't necessarily do that on the road all the time i mean even Mm -hmm. Even when they dominate on the road, they don't score goals. That you know, they they absolutely outplayed Gotham on the road. They absolutely should have annihilated the Chicago Red Stars and managed to only get one point out of those two games. But at home, they are beating the Spirit. They are beating the Portland Thorns. They are they beating San good. Diego. They're, yeah, they're they're good. They uh, yeah. they're actually good uh, at home, and uh, we like that. So uh, capable of beating anybody. And capable of being beaten by anybody, so um, that's uh, I guess that's that's just where this year's team is. So we will enjoy the good times and we will lament the bad times, as all soccer fans do. But uh, mm-hmm. before we get into the game, I do want to say that we are recording this on the seventh anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shootings, and uh, we are uh, want to just you know express our once again our condolences and send our thoughts out to everyone who was affected uh, by this um, senseless insanity and um, you know, just want to thank our club for commemorating and and keeping their memories alive and all the things that they did this weekend, because it was a, it was a weekend dedicated to remembering the 49 who, who lost their lives for no other reason than um, you know, who they love. Yeah, uh, 49 forever in our hearts, and I'm glad you brought it up because the the club and the supporters um, at both matches uh, did an absolutely outstanding job of celebrating um, the lives of those that we lost, uh, we, as they should be. Those 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 people deserve to be celebrated, and you know the the supporter section um, both nights with the. Um, the 49 made out of the the various flags was a perfect tribute. And um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to get choked up if I keep talking about it because it was really good. All right. Well, well, let's move on to happier subject matter. And that includes a three, one victory over the, or uh, over the Portland thorns, Dave, the defending champions coming in with 
Sophia Smith and Christine Sinclair and just so much firepower, Crystal Dunn. And mm-hmm. it, it looked like business as usual early on when Sophia Smith scored in the 20th minute. And usually that's just like the first salvo in a pride thorns game. That's literally what I, you know, when the first goal happened and you know, my wife and I are sitting there and she's kind of like, you know, darn it. And I'm like, I was like, well, honey, honestly, I mean, that's, that's probably just a start. You know, you might <laughs> want to get used to it. And boy, was I wrong. Yeah, it did not take the pride long to respond rather than give up a second quick goal as they have sometimes done against the Thorns. They were the next ones to strike the pride, go down the other end and get a free kick. And Adriana, we've been waiting for her to break out and she had a breakout game here, starting with the free kick that curled inside the near post and uh, just a little too much on it and too good a placement for Bella Bixby to stop. And it's one, one. Yeah, so her and Marta are lined up uh, on the ball, uh, which, ooh, that's a uh, that's a tough thing for a keeper. Um, you know, Adriano or Marta? Uh, which, what do I choose? Well, fortunately, Adriano chose for you. Ball goes over the wall, um, tips off the fingertips of the keeper, and in just inside the left post, an absolutely perfectly taken free kick. And yes, Adriana scores. I mean, yeah, she scored before, but you know, like you said, we've been waiting for her to, you know, to narrow down that shot and start getting in. And this one was perfect. Uh, celebrations all around high fives. Let's go. Yeah. Really. When you see Marta and Adriana lining up over a free kick, you can't really cheat either way. You, you gotta, you gotta read and react and, and not, not to try to take too many steps. You you can only set your wall up in one place. So <laughs> whether it's an in-swing or an out-swing or whatever, you, you've got to make sure that you're 100% on your, on your positioning and that you react quickly because you're going to get a quick delivery and it's probably going to be on target. So um, good to see Adriana uh, put that in. Love to see the celebration. It was uh, it was pretty, pretty neat. So 1-1 one, one, and... Um, you know, what was the, what were the thought, what was kind of the buzz in the stands, Dave, when you were, you were at this game. So I can actually ask you this when the team tied it up was, did, did it feel like momentum was with the pride at that point? Or, or was it just like, Oh, at least maybe we can get a point out of this. Uh, you know, my thought was, you know, okay, maybe we can get a point out of it. And that's, that's where I was. Um, the, I, I, there was excitement. There was absolutely excitement because I don't know that anybody was expecting it. And, you know, to, to come back that quickly, I think it was, I think it was really important that it happened so quickly mm-hmm. that equalizing was, was not long after going down the goal and it definitely energized, uh, the fans and inc- including myself, um, you know, we, we, we got a lot more excited and, you know, of course, having to watch it with a critical eye, but you know, so literally the thoughts that are going through my head are, oh, okay, cool. You know, maybe we can get a draw and Hey, I'm glad that Adriana uh, scored and Oh my God, that was a really great, you know, kick. Mm-hmm. So all that's going through my head uh, while also simultaneously trying to just enjoy myself. Yeah. I was covering the OCB game. I was trying to keep an eye on the pride at the same time and, and went back and, and reviewed the game a little bit more thoroughly afterwards but the uh the thought i had when adriana scored six minutes later was 
oh, at least they won't get shut out this time. Because <laughs> right. they've been outscored 12 nothing in the previous three meetings uh, combined. So, uh, Oh, well, that was the other thought I had was one of the things that you told me, you know, prior to the match was you're like, I just hope that they score a goal. Just don't get shut out. And so I, I'm thinking that when they got that goal, I was like, all right, well, Michael will be happy. They got a goal. Yeah, I was happy to go to the break at that score. And then in the second half, the pride got on top pretty quickly. It was a, this was a game where the pride, even though they were the home team, they decided the prudent thing to do would be to maintain a good organized defense and look for opportunities to counter. And it really paid off. They had, uh, they had chances to score in this game more than the three that they ended up scoring. And really on the balance watching the game. Yes. Portland had their passages of, of where it was like, Oh, this is dangerous. Oh, this is dangerous. But I think overall the pride played the better game in this game. I completely agree with that. And I'm glad you brought up the defense. Um, they, they did stop. They didn't stop them in the midfield. Like you say, the thorns were able to work it through the midfield and they were able to get in and, and get some chances, but also the pride were able to shut some things down prior to them getting into the box, which is important against a club like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got to limit their chances to, uh, you know, less percentage uh, opportunities. And then I thought Madrill had an outstanding match. Mm-hmm. Um, she ranged up and down and, and was, uh, you know, I was watching as she moved into uh, different spaces, you know, when a, when a attack would come down and somebody had to follow and she would, she would move into the right spot. I thought she had a, a really, really good match. Um, and of course, Morehouse, Morehouse did what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so two minutes after the break, uh, one of those, one of those counter attacks, it's, it's Allie Watt bringing the ball up and Allie makes a great pass to spring Adriana and Adriana goes forward and has basically picks whatever side she wants. She takes on some defenders, leaves them in the dust and uh, sends a nice shot curling inside the right post makes it two one. And now Portland's stunned because they're not used to trailing the Orlando pride. No, they're not. And at, when you talk about the feeling in the crowd at this point, that's when people that, that belief starts to to kick in because you're, you're looking at the clock and you're like, all right, we're up, but it's the thorns. You know, I still feel I, I still now feel really good about a a, a draw. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can squeaky bum time out and get a win. Um, you know, I spoke to somebody in in the stands, and it was uh, talking about the overall weekend and being like, oh well, man, if this can if this can hold and get a nine points, uh, that'll be great. Uh, but it was still it was still a little bit of a you know I don't want to say disbelief, but just kind of caution. That's what it was. It was cautious, cautious optimism. There was a lot of time left at that point also. But, um, you know, honestly, that's where I think the pride themselves started to believe they could win the game, because I think from that point out, they were pretty magnificent in this game. Um, Yeah. One of their one of their best, most complete performances. And uh, they go and say, you know what? We're not happy with just leading by one. We're going to go ahead and get a third. That's what Messiah Bright. Scored a nice goal in the 69th minute. See what I did there? Um, mm-hmm. She, uh, you know, just a wayward pass, as as has happened to the Pride so many times over the years. Uh, this time, it was the opponent 
handing the ball over to or one of Orlando's, you know, more lethal players and Bright scores her third goal of the year, makes it 3-1. And now you're thinking, yeah, they can probably at least get a draw now. At least. Oh, yeah. Well, what I'll tell you from inside the stadium, at that point, it was belief was on. Yeah. Uh we were all we were all slapping the believe sign. Uh everybody was all in. Um, you know, and and the stadium, the stadium rewarded the players and was absolutely giving them everything to say, yes, come on, let's let's finish this. Let's get this, let's get this win. And I was worried about them pulling another goal back because if they mm-hmm. do, uh, you know, that when somebody like the Thorns, when they score one goal, uh one on comeback, then the they have a pension for getting a second one. And now yeah. all of a sudden you're looking at a draw, but uh, yeah, the, the pride fed off the the fans and things were, things were rocking in Exploria for the pride. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to the marketing folks at the pride because the, the crowds this year have been bigger on, on, uh, on average than they have been in the past. So they're starting to make some inroads and there's starting to be some belief around town in this team. And they're playing a much more exciting brand of soccer than we've seen in years past. So uh, kudos to everybody involved because I think they've been over 7,000 twice this year. They they rarely go, have gone over 7,000 in the past. So uh, that's good to see. It's good to see people in the stands at Exploria for Pride game. So 3-1, you're right. If, they, if the Thorns score... You know, then doubt starts creeping in for Orlando. Belief starts creeping in that you can come back for the defending champs because they are the defending champs for a reason. They're very good. They have a lot of skill players. And, you know, they're like shark with blood in the water. They're just, you know, now my prey is that is down and I can just rip it apart kind of thing. But no, didn't happen. In fact, I was really surprised. Uh, they pulled Crystal Dunn off and, and replaced her. And I thought that she was one of the players that was actually creating some, you know, dangerous situations for Portland. But when that substitution got made, I was like, yeah, I'm down with that. Take her off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, you want to take off somebody who scores goals for you? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the luxury that good teams have, I guess. But Uh, I think that if, if, if there's a play, unless she maybe signaled to the bench or maybe she said something, I don't know, but she, she looked like every time she touched the ball, that something bad could happen to the pride. And those are the kind of players that you want to leave out on the field, not take off. Uh, Yeah. One would think so, but like you say, I mean, when you've got as many players as, as Portland does, perhaps that type of thinking is not necessarily in, in most cases. And they're also not used to being down two goals. Yeah, sure. Especially against Orlando in the history, especially against Orlando. Yeah. Uh, but Orlando sees it out and wins three, one Dave. And that's just the third ever victory for the pride against the thorns. Just the second at home ever. And I believe I'd have to go back and check, but I believe it's the first multi-goal win over the thorns. So uh good job. Scoring three goals gives you a pretty good chance to win. It does. And when your uh your Brazilian attacker, you know, finally steps up and does what you've been hoping for her to do, it was an absolutely beautiful thing to see. I also want to talk about that Messiah Bright goal because if you go back and watch, um 
she was initially, you know, like you said, Aaron passed. She was initially headed back downfield, was paying attention, and immediately made the the exact right run uh, to get in behind the defense. And then once she did, one little juke, and it was in the back of the net. So yeah, outstanding to see. And with Adriana, you know, finding her form, should we start a Kickstarter to pay Brazil not to select her for the World Cup? <laughs> uh i don't know if we have enough money for that even with a kickstarter but we can try all right well it's a lot of work i think i'll skip it plus yeah, you know, she deserves it so why not let her go she she that. does i do want to also uh mention and, and give uh kudos to the uh the players for uh of course you know after all the handshaking and whatnot was done they they made their way over to the wall to to thank the supporter group to thank the black swans as is appropriate but then they also made their way back down the field and um you know most of the most of the people were on gate d side and they they really they took their time in giving appreciation for what the home crowd gave them in this match with their support so it was we don't get to see it enough because of course the results are not always there, but, um, I want, you know, if you didn't get to see it because the broadcast, you know, end or whatnot, they, they were very appreciative of everybody who came out and it was really obvious, uh, in their reaction to things. So well done, everybody. All right. Glad you had a good weekend. Nine point weekend for the club Ooh. and the pride beat Portland three, one OMG Dave, uh, player of the match. I think we're probably in agreement here. I think it's going to have to be Adriana. I agree. She was also up for NWSL player of the week and uh, the voting on Twitter has closed. She got edged out just a little bit by Carolyn of North Carolina, her, her countrymen, uh, but worthy. I think a worthy yeah. person to vote for, for, for NWSL player of the week. She, you know, Carolyn had a great game. Take nothing away from her. She had a great game against one of the worst teams in the league. Adriana had a great game against one of the best teams in the league. So I give the edge to Adriana. As do I, but admittedly, oh, we are a little biased. Yes, I'm, I'm only five, seven. So I'm a little everything. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, uh, but yeah, she had a great game and hopefully she'll just keep on going next up for the pride, the North Carolina courage on Saturday night. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We'll give our key matchups and our score predictions for the trip to play the courage. So, you know, this will be a head to head for those two. And we also got to get to our mailbag box, Dave. So we're oh, going to do that. Yeah. We're going to do all of that right after this. Dave, we are back and it is time for us to check the mailbag box. It's been a little empty the last couple of weeks, which is a shame because I love the mailbag box. Yes, we all do. And, uh, you know, hopefully this week we've got somebody that has some burning questions that they just have to have an answer to. Remember, there's a couple of ways you can ask us anything here at Scoperp Soccer. It doesn't have to be pride related. It doesn't have to be soccer related. It can be anything. Maybe you have a question about beer or Ted Lasso or something else, anything else. Ask us anything kind of means that anything. So go ahead and ask us anything here on the uh, show, Scope Soccer, and we'll read it on the air. There's a couple ways that you can do it. You can 
email us at themainland at gmail.com and just throw scoperp or ask scoperp or something like that in the subject line. And we will happily answer your question or hit us up. We have our very own Twitter for this show at scoperp soccer. So add us with the hashtag ask scoperp and we will happily answer your question or you can at the mainland. That's another option. Or you could just go to the mainland.com and go to the scoperp soccer page and fill out the form and it will email us on your behalf. Yeah, those are all the things. And, you know, come on, we want to answer the questions. We do. So, Dave, I'm going to let you know that as of this moment, the uh, the email mm-hmm. for, you know, finding questions, Scoperp, uh, empty, no Scoperp questions this week in the email. What about the Twitters? Well, Michael, I will let you know that as of right now in the Twitters, we do have a question for Asco Perp. Noise. Noise indeed. All right. So uh, Brandy asks, how can we bottle what happened last night? Obviously referring to the match. Uh, and that's it. Just how can we bottle what happened last night? Which honestly, that's a good question. Um, I think you need some kind of distillation equipment. Uh, okay. to, you need to put that in the stadium. And unfortunately, you had to do that before the game. So mm-hmm. if it didn't get done, then you can't really bottle it now. You have to you have to hope that they do this again and you have to be ready for it. So there's there's uh, I don't have all the fancy science terminology, but there's some kind of uh, distillation equipment that you can buy and bring it to the stadium with you. I'm sure they can they'll let you in with it for sure. And uh, then you can bring it in and you have to put it on pitch level. It's got to be on pitch level. And then um, you have to, if you set it up right, it will bottle the energy from that. And then you could, um, then you could take it with you and use it anytime. Yes, you could. Um, you know, you, gosh, how rare would that, uh, that essence in that bottle be? Um, I'm going to answer the question slightly differently. And I'm going to say that we don't want to bottle what happened last night, because if we go with the, uh, the British version of bottling in soccer, that would mean messing it up and we don't want to mess it up because it was great. So let's not bottle it. Let's just enjoy it and hope that Adriana getting that brace really kind of opens things up and she's able to, to go forward. I did like your scientific uh, version though. And we, you know, we should probably should find uh, the correct scientists to do such. Yeah. Surely they're out there. Yeah. Science is undefeated. Science is, is undefeated, and um, in that they're able to take new information and create new hypotheses and eventually land on theories, which is not the same as the theory that you have, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> theories are actually facts as best understood by current science. But this is not a science podcast, so I... I like uh, I like where Brandy's going with it. I like your answer, and I think we combine all of them, and we just hope for the best. Yeah, thank you for your question, Brandy. You're a fine girl. Um, I'm not going to go any further. I'm sure you've heard the uh, you've heard this your whole life. So, uh, all right. Thanks for the question. Is that all that we've got in the twitters? That's you know what. 
what more do we need? We had a perfect question from Brandy. Right. Um, sure. I, I would like I would like others to uh, see if they can't top that. You know, maybe several people try and and do that by next week. Let's more see if perfect we can't, questions, uh, please. Yes, as many as we can get. Yeah. All right. So uh, again, ask us anything. We're happy to answer your questions, pride related or not. And uh, you can do that in a few ways. Hit us up on Twitter at Soccer with the hashtag AskScoperp or write to us at the mainland at gmail.com with uh, Scoperp in the subject line. Ask us your question. We'll be happy to answer it. We also love it if you rate and review us wherever you get this podcast. And if you do that on Apple Podcasts, we will see it there. We will read it on the show and maybe we'll put it on the webpage for Scoperp Soccer on the mainland. How cool would that be? It would be very cool. And this is episode number 10. This is a big one for us. We're we're now 10 episodes old. Nice big round number. A milestone, if you will, Dave. Double digits. Yep. We are now no longer infants. We are now <laughs> moving into, I don't know. Fifth grade. Adolescence. I don't know. Yeah, not not quite adolescence. Uh, you and I are not quite uh, mentally adolescents yet. No, probably not going to be anytime soon either. All right. Well, Dave, can the pride do this thing on the road? They have uh, been good at home on the road. Not so much, not so much on the road. Pride enter this weekend at four, six, and one and in eighth place, but just four points out of the playoff places, Dave. And uh, that's not too shabby. They are 3-2-0 and at home now after a poor start. They've got things going at home. They are 1-4-1 and on the road, though. And this is at North Carolina. That would be a road game by, you know, any objective measurement. I think empirically it is. Yeah, um, yeah it's, look, it's going to be tough. Uh, North Carolina is obviously a good team. We already talked about uh, Carolyn, who leads the league in goals mm-hmm. um, and uh, had a hat trick uh, against a, a bad team, but still a hat trick is never an easy thing to do. So, yeah, they they beat uh, Red Stars 5-0 um, with Carolyn getting a, a hat trick. That's that's a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's going to be tough, um, especially because they are going to be on the road. North Carolina's quality team. Uh, Maybe if uh, the Pride or you know take that uh, that confidence that they got from from beating the Thorns and and keep that going high. The other uh, factor is, of course, uh, the Courage. Um, I believe, yeah, the Courage have a midweek game uh, against the Spirit in the Challenge Cup. Uh, so they they will be playing two matches that week versus one. Uh, so that. That can maybe help a little, depending on what they're going to try and do in the Challenge Cup. Yeah, it might help. Uh, Carolina is in sixth place on 17 points, five, four, and two. They have only lost one of their last five, three wins, one loss, two draws. And these teams have played in the Challenge Cup and a game that the Pride led until really, 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 really late. And then, of course, gave up a tying goal. Uh, I think that was about the 99th minute or 97th minute or something like that. It was one of the late ones. Yeah. And uh, so they know they can play with the courage. 
And there wasn't like a ton of rotation for that game. Not like there has been the last, you know, what there was against the spirit where the pride just basically emptied the bench out onto the field. And um, yeah, this, uh, this is a good, uh, it's going to be a tough challenge. Obviously courage seemed to have something going now, but uh, the pride and the courage have the same amount of wins in their last five, three each Uh, pride just have, two losses and a draw instead of two draws and a loss. So similar level and the key matchup, I'm going to ask you yours in a minute, but I'm I'm sure it's probably the same as mine is stop Carolyn. Yeah, literally what I have written down in the spreadsheet is stop Carolyn. Um, The the defense has got to do, they have to do the job. Uh, It's going to be up to, you know, Morehouse to be a shot stopper. It's going to be up to, um, a drill to have another match like she she had and 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 the rest of the back line it's it's going to come down to that um if they're able to i i think the game plan's got to be similar to what it was against the thorns is just play stout defense and see if you can't you know hit on the counter or get an opportunity mm-hmm. uh every once in a while I, I i that's what i would do i don't know if that's what seb's going to do but that that seems to be the uh the idea or that the idea that i would have yeah. Plus you're on the road. You're not trying to entertain your fans. You're just trying to get a result. So get mm-hmm. out there, get your four defenders to stay, you know, tight, to stay, um, organized, uh, stepping at the same time. Very important. Uh, very important to have Clough and Via Corta provide that supportive shield in front of them and mm-hmm. uh, for the wingers to drop back and, and try to deny space for easy crosses in. So it's going to take a team total effort uh, to come away with points. But, and, and then at the other end, of course, you hope that, that Bright and, and Adriana will continue to sizzle and, and to be accurate with their shots. You hope that Allie Watt gets dialed in, maybe Julie Doyle. Um, you're going to need maybe two goals to win this game minimum. So, you know, got to score some goals but uh, yeah that key matchup for me is is how do they contain or limit carolyn's touches in dangerous areas yeah yeah that's that's the it is the obvious one which is why we both picked it score prediction for you dave all right as good as i'm feeling about that 3-1 win against the portland thorns uh sometimes there can be a hangover and and as we mentioned the pride have not been great away from Exploria. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a tough one as much as I would like to be positive. I'm going to, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to predict the same thing that I predicted against the thorns and hope that it works again. And I'm going to say a two, one loss. Mm. Okay. I don't know why we always think of the same scores, but we do. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to say turnabout is fair play in this game. And I'm going to say that this time the courage score first and the pride steal a point at the death and it's one, one. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I'd like it better if, if I'm right and my prediction is completely wrong and it's another three, one win, but barring that I do like, I do like where you went with that. Yeah. Turnabout is fair play. See how you like it. That's right. Stupid late goal scoring teams. Yeah. Well, the good news, Dave, is we can uh, come back next week and look at our predictions and see how we did. And we'll see if we're both miserably wrong, but in a happy way like we were this week. That's, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what we hope for most of the time. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. 
because soccer is a game that is designed to absolutely tear you apart, but there are moments of joy in there as well. Well said. Yeah. So we will come back next week. We'll look at this game and see how the pride did. And of course we, uh, we will be looking ahead to, as the pride get ready for yet another game that's at home, they will be playing Kansas city bottom of the table. Didn't do so well in Kansas city, but home games. So those are different. As we've seen. Yeah. We want to wish a happy birthday on Saturday to summer Yates. Hopefully summer can get a goal on her birthday. That'd be really cool. That'd be very cool. Yeah. So we'll come back next week. We'll do it all again, Dave. So anything else before we get out of here? Just want to thank everybody that was in the stadium with, with me, uh, for that thorns match had an absolutely great time and, uh, I'll try and make it not quite so long before I come down and we can do it all again. Yeah. We'd like to have you back. In fact, if, if they're going to be good when you're in the stadium, you can sell cars in Orlando, Dave. <laughs> right. <laughs> or hear me out. The club could just pay me to be there. Yeah. That's another I mean, option. If, if we're that lucky, let's, let's go with that one. All right. Well, I think one of those is more realistic than the others. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to right. one, uh, <laughs> but all right. That'll do it for episode number 10. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to Brandy for asking us a question in our, mailbag box we would love to fill our mailbag box each and every week so get your questions in for next week we are uh, going to uh, do this every week so you may as well start asking us questions you can read our stuff at the mainland.com you can like us on facebook the mainland that is you can follow the mainland on twitter at the mainland follow scoperp soccer at scoperp soccer follow dave at mainland dave and follow me at mainland michael all of those things, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, download this podcast, share it with your friends that also like the pride and maybe just share it with some unsuspecting people that don't even know what soccer is just for the, just for the giggles, just to find out what their reaction would be. Yeah. Like, you know, jump out of a bush and go scope. There you go. Or just, you know, email them a link and then they'll click on it and then we'll get another play. Oh yeah. I guess that would work better. That'll work. All right, that's it. We're going to see you next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Only thing left for us to do is to say, go Pride, Scope Perp.